All right, welcome to a live, a uh, little quick podcast here. Um, just going to be me, your boy Pat Lane here. Um, but it's a special podcast today because I am revealing my 2023, uh, my guy, we'll call him. Um, just to recap, my guy in 2021 was Nick Bolton. Uh, Nick Bolton was second team all rookie, uh, his rookie year, finished this year with 170 tackles. Made first team All Pro this year, um, almost won Super Bowl MVP. If that second catch, uh, that second uh, uh, scoop and score he had turns in, you know, actually stands. Um, but that, of course, was an incompletion. Scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, though. Nevertheless, uh, had just an all around great year. Uh, last year, my guy was Marcus Jones, who. I think had a decent season. He had a okay year. I'm, um, you know, drafted 85th by the Patriots, like I predicted. Um, and you know, is uh, I don't know the only other guy to ever score a uh, I don't know an offense touchdown, a defense touchdown, and a special team touchdown of, of over 40 plus yards in their career was Deion Sanders. Uh, and Marcus did it in his rookie year. I guess that's okay, a decent, I guess. Um, so he had a pretty good year. So that was my guy last year. My guy this year, um, as you can see by the title, is Emmanuel Forbes Jr. He is a cornerback from Mississippi State. This kid, man, uh, he he has six career pick sixes, which is the most in SEC history. Uh, that's right. He played in the SEC pretty good against the SEC, I think. Uh, decent, you know. Um he was so good, in fact, that the SEC didn't even mess with him. They didn't even, they were like, we're not even messing with this guy. Uh, Alabama targeted him once, one time against Alabama in the game they played. Georgia targeted him nine times for 46 yards. LSU targeted him eight times for 51 yards. Just a complete, absolute lockdown corner. Of course, has the pick sixes, has the big play ability. It reminds me a lot of Jack Jones. Now, the issue with Forbes. And this is the problem that that people are going to have with him is that he's probably going to weigh in at the combine at one seventy. Um, he's really light. He's really light. He's six feet tall, maybe six one, but he's small. He's listed at one eighty. He's not one eighty. He's not. Um, and so that's just. I mean, let's just be honest. He's not one eighty. It's fine. So, um, but I do think it's fascinating when you look at when you look at the type of player he is to have him on one side and Jack Jones on the other side, and look. He's a willing tackler. He's not very good at it because he's so small, but he's a willing tackler. He'll throw himself in there. He'll make some hits on occasion. So I like him a lot. And again, you know, you got Marcus Jones, who's small. You got Jack Jones, who's small. And then you throw Forbes into the mix as well, who's also small. That's That combination isn't great, right? But here's the thing. The, the, the point for me is that the league is getting smaller. Right. And I know there's some big, obviously, there's some big guys out there, clearly, but like it's all about speed now. Right. And this kid has speed. He played wide receiver in high school. Um, so he has great catching ability. Um, you know, he finished his career with 14 picks, 14 picks, 20, 20 pass deflections, allowed 14 touchdowns and, and had 14 interceptions in his career. Um, and so, you know, he just, and that again, playing in the SEC, right? Started for three seasons playing in the SEC. Uh, you know, allowed 14 total touchdowns and had 14 interceptions. Pretty good. Six of them, which he, which he returned for touchdowns. So he just is an all-around type player. I love the kid at corner. I just want to show you just a few things here. The first first clip is is against Kentucky. Will Levis, 
right here. Now you'll see right down here, okay? This is the kid that they're throwing to. And Forbes just comes up, and it's just a quick screen. Just a quick screen, and Forbes just comes up and just absolutely just rips it away from him. And just, this is about, look, I know this is some film study too, but you watch the play. I mean, watch how quick it happens. Just see ya. See you later. Like just, and then it's not even, I mean, at that point, it doesn't, you know, it's already a touchdown. But if you watch him come from the side, and again, that's some film study to know what's happening, but he just breaks right on it and it's gone. And number 10 sitting there like, wait, are you kidding me? Well, how did he end up, he end up there? So uh, just, and again, to me, that that's the type of play that you're going to get from him that you saw from him fairly consistently, I think. Um you know, and so that's why I really like him a lot. Um, and so, like one of these, one of these plays, I'll show you this one too because I, and that I, one is picked off uh, the I like this one quite a bit as well. And and the reason why I like this one, and I'll talk about the miss jam at, at the top, and you could see the miss jam at the top of the at the top of the screen. So he's you get the circle around him right here. You see the miss jam right here. He's going to miss him right there, right? And so he gets beat to the inside. Now it's a scramble drill. The guy isn't open right away because he's running into the end zone. Um, and so, you know, the quarterback's kind of got to take off a little bit to his left. Now he throws it because he thinks that he's open, right? And he kind of is open. He's got to step on Forbes. Um, but as he throws it, Forbes closes, but doesn't just close, finds the football. And this kid, by the way, it's been reported. Now we'll see. It's been reported that he has a, an over 40-inch vert. Um and so we'll see how true that is. He played football and basketball uh, in high school. So we'll see how true that is. But look at how high he gets up for this ball. Tracks it. Tracks it. And then just skies for the ball. Takes it away. While he's backpedaling, running backwards. Um, so again, just one of those things for me that you look at and you're like, man, this kid. Right? And so those are the things that I see from him that I really do think, you know, he can be that special type of player for the Patriots. And again, you drafted a guy similar, okay, last year, and I know that, but I I don't care, man. I, I don't care. You know, to you can never have enough playmakers. Uh, and then two more show two more plays I want to show you really quick. And this one for me This is the one for me that that I really like a lot. You'll see that the the outbreaking route here. The guy's open. He's there, he's open, he's got him. Um, and you know, and Forbes kind of comes out, comes out of his break and, and gets there. And the throw is a little bit early, right? It's a little bit rushed because you can see the pressure comes, but he's breaking right on that ball right now. Okay. And so the ball is getting there. The ball ends up a little bit behind him. Probably would have been a, a probably would have been deflected, um, had it been a good throw. But instead, Forbes makes the play. And this is the thing about what happens here. What I like about this play is that, okay, they're here. But now he juggles it. He catches it. He tiptoes down the sideline and turns it into a touchdown. And so, like, that's the type of stuff for me that is hard to teach. Okay, so the pass gets rushed a little bit. You can see it's definitely behind. It's definitely behind him, right, because it gets rushed. It's certainly behind him. But Forbes is there, right? He's breaking on the ball. Maybe it's a completion. Maybe it's not. It's kind of tough to tell whether it would have been completed or not. It looked like it might have been, but he might have gotten his hand in there. But the ball's thrown behind him. He makes a play and then tiptoes down the sideline and scores a touchdown. And that, 
to me, that type of playmaking stuff, the playmaking ability, that's the type of stuff that, you know, that I think is so important for the Patriots. And that's the type of thing that the Patriots are looking at and looking for. Um, and look, they need speed and they need playmakers and they need athleticism. And that's, to me, Forbes gives you that, okay? Again, is there some redundancy with Jack Jones? He does. He res- he reminds me a little bit of Jack Jones. But I don't think it's a bad thing to have two ball-hawking ball corners, right? Now, do you want to sit there and say, well, we need someone to tackle? And I Listen, you get no argument from me here on that. I get it. But if you bring Peppers back and you have Kyle Duggar, you got guys that are flying around and, and hitting people. And Marcus Jones, he brings the wood. He's small, but he hits hard. Right, as we saw a few times last year. Jack Jones, same type of player. He's small, but he doesn't mind getting mixed up into things. And the same thing with him, right? It is, you know, Forbes doesn't mind getting, you know, getting his nose dirty, sticking his nose in there and making plays. And I think that's all you can ask from the guy, right? And so, so yeah, is he the biggest guy? No. Is he going to be super physical on the outside? No. The hand punch, I'm a little bit concerned about. He, you know, he's not great. Off the line, when you're talking about, you know, hand punch and all that stuff, I'm a little bit worried about that, but I do think that you can, you can improve that with coaching. The thing is, is that when you see, because really, I mean, let's be honest, right? Coaching doesn't get you the interceptions. That's not what gets you the interceptions. That's instinct. That's skill. That's talent. You can't teach that, right? You can teach some skills. You can't teach knowing how, when to break on a ball to get an interception, like, that's just, you know, that's just talent. That's elite level talent. And that's what this kid has. And so that's what I, you know, when you see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, this is, this is the real deal. This is what you want. So, uh, so one more, just one more video I want to show you. And, and the reason why I want to show this to you is because to me, what I see here is, is the ability to, to not just make the play, right. But to make the quarterback feel like, he has an open guy who actually isn't open. And that's, yeah, that's really cool to me. So this play is against Arizona and you're going to see that the quarterback's going to roll to his left and he gets kind of gets flushed out of the pocket. QB rolls to the left, flushed out of the pocket. It's a little bit of a scramble drill. Okay. And so he's running this way. Now this guy's running against the grain. He's a righty running to his left. He's going to throw across his body. So you know that this throw is going to come out a little flat. Okay. You know that the throw is probably not going to get as far as he wants it to go. And so what Forbes does, and you'll see it when the, when you see the all 22 is undercut the route. Okay. Makes it look as the he jumps over the quarterback too, but you can see here. Okay. So he's over. He, uh, he is this guy right here. He's blanket. This guy's not open. He's covered. Right. And so, okay, fine. Now he's going to take off. He starts running. Well, when he starts running, that guy turns and heads towards the sideline. Now, Forbes sees this. Forbes is on his in his hip pocket right here, right? But what does he do? He doesn't run with him. He undercuts the route. So here I am undercutting the route, knowing that this ball is going to be thrown shorter than where this guy is. If I run with this guy, it's going to be a completion. Instead of running with him, he undercuts it, right? Makes the play and picks it off. And so he, this QB is looking at this guy saying, oh, he's open, right? He's beat him. He's cutting to the sideline. There he is. There's my guy right there. He's got to step on him. He's open. Mm-mm. No, he isn't. 
because Forbes has done this intentionally to say, I'm cutting, I'm coming underneath, right? You're going to have to put air on this ball. You're going to get this over my head. You're not going to be able to do that. You're running to the left. You're a righty quarterback running to the left, throwing across your body. No shot. You're going to get that thing over my head, right? And so sure enough, ball comes out flat. Forbes picks it off. And there you go. And so again, it's just another example to me of the type of player he is, the way he kind of baits quarterbacks into making those bad decisions and bad throws. So uh, I think he's a stud. I think he's a kid that, you know, he's probably going to end up being a day two pick, I think. Um, yes, Pat's film school. That's right. Here I am. We're going to be doing more of this this offseason. I think we're going to be uh, breaking some film down and doing some stuff. So having some fun with it, I think, Matt and I. So uh, today's just me, though, uh, as you can see. Um, but I think it's, I think it's important. I think, I think when you look at players like this, you can see that. And again, for me personally, when I look at it, I just say, you know, you can't really teach that that stuff isn't taught, right? That's not like, that's just you understanding what's going on and knowing how to play football and having the talent, having the ability. And so if you take a kid like that, who's got some flaws in his game, but has that already. You can coach him up and make him even better than he is, and I think that um, I think the Patriots could could you know add a really another solid piece at corner. Again, you know would I prefer someone like Christian Gonzalez at fourteen? Probably. I like Christian Christian Gonzalez a lot. I think he's probably the best corner in the draft. Um, you know, you could make an argument he might be, you know, the best. Well, he, he's you could make an argument he might be a top ten player. Okay, and top five to ten player, depending on you know, taking out taking out quarterbacks, of course. But you know, I'm not picking my guy wasn't was never gonna be a first round pick, right? So I, I think that um I think Ford's probably ends up going in the second round. I think there's a possibility that he gets to the combine and people look at him and say, 170, like can this guy play? But I don't know. I mean, you know, look what happened with Wondell Robinson last year. He was awfully small. Jack Jones was small, and Jack Jones, of course, last of the fourth round, but he had other concerns as well. But you know, you add another corner that can make plays, that's explosive, that, you know, kind of flips the field for you. And, and to me, yeah, you're going to take some chances. You're going to give up some plays, but you live with that because this guy can make real plays and change games, right? That's a, that's, those are game changing things. The pick six by Jack Jones in, in Green Bay was a game altering play. That's at the end of the first half. I'm thinking the Patriots can be losing at the first half. And of course they can't hold on and win that game, but that play changed the complexion of the game. And if they could have done more, more offensively, they win that game partly, you know, in, in a large part because of that play. So um, when you have guys that can make plays like that, I think that's huge. And, uh, and so that's why I'm all in on Emmanuel Forbes this year. He's small. I get it. The size concerns are real. They are, they're real, right? It's going to be tough to play cornerback in the NFL, 165, 170 pounds. I get it. Okay. That's, you're not wrong about that, but he held up in the SEC against a lot of big guys in the SEC, right? He held up there for three years, and he played really well, and he's got the most pick sixes in SEC history. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm projecting him to play well because, oh, he did No, like he he did it against legit competition. So uh, I think, for me, that's my guy, and so we'll see where, 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 it, uh, where it ultimately comes to fruition. I got my mock draft 2.0 coming out next week. Guess who's on the list? Uh, and so uh, and so we'll see. We'll see what that happens. But anyways, that's what I got for today. Um, appreciate you guys uh, coming out and listening. Uh, and if you're listening in podcast form, don't forget you can head over. Um, you can head over to uh, 
to our YouTube channel at Pat's Pulpit uh, on YouTube and watch any watch any of those clips. And you can also head over to Twitter and my Twitter at plane underscore Pats. And I got that whole thread. Those are just videos from my thread uh, that you can watch as well. So that's what I got. Thanks for coming out today. Appreciate you guys. And uh, oh, that's a good one. Yes, it should be my jingle, right? Nothing you could say to tear me away from my guy. I like that. It's a good one. So uh, that should be my jingle. Man, Dark Blue Gold, you should have told me that earlier. I would have led with that. But uh, nevertheless, I appreciate you guys. And if they draft them, if they draft them on uh, on draft weekend, again, like they did with Marcus Jones, I will certainly 100% be playing that jingle. But uh, but anyways, that's for me. That's it for me. Thank you uh, for coming out. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Sometime, uh, I would think, early to mid next week, um, talking a little bit more, getting into more draft stuff as well. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you soon.